It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Thursday. Let's recap the card real quick. In the National Football League, we played the Titans and the Packers under the 20 in the first half. We had no pulse on the game. And an unbelievable fun fact here. For the second consecutive time, betting a first half under 20, we push. Same exact thing happened on Sunday between the Rams and the Cardinals. We do it again with the Titans and the Packers. I should probably be happy because the Packers had an extra point go wrong. That saved me. And the Titans had a drive deep into Packer territory that ended without points. That also saved me. But if I were to complain, you know, if I would have held the Titans to a field goal in the final two minutes there, I would actually won the bet. Can I call it a bad beat? No, I can't. I'll take the push. We just move on. Then in college basketball, it was a good day. We go three and one. We played UMass plus the six. They win outright. Thank you, Frank Martin. We played his old team, South Carolina minus the one. Yeah, they didn't get the memo about the start time of the game. They never started. They got crushed, absolutely destroyed by Colorado State. That was an embarrassing loss for me. Then I played St. John's minus the 10 and a half. I didn't feel very good at halftime. It was 27 to 20 Nebraska. Yes, I'm laying 10 and a half with a team that has only 20 points at halftime in college basketball. But I knew that St. John's had spurtability. And in the second half, they scored 50 points and they gave me the cover and the win. So we get the Johnnies home there. Then we played Charleston, the little school, at home against the big school in Davidson. Yeah, it got dicey for a little bit in the second half, but then they hit the gas pedal and ran away with it and we easily cover that wager. Then on Twitter, you back UMass. So we win that one. So when you add it all together, we make $263.64, and we're happy. We'll move on to the next. But before we do so, fun fact here with our college basketball bets, seven consecutive days, we've not had a two-and-two day. Kind of an odd run for us. We had one day where we went 4-0. We've had four days where we go 3-1, and then we've had two days where we go 1-3. and feel like that 0-4 or 2-2 is definitely coming soon, so caution. Let's give the warning sign. No play for me again tonight in college football. I don't like either game. I will have a full card of college football come Saturday, but I'm not going to press it today. Then in college basketball, side note here, Georgetown and Denver are both playing in college hoops. Both have a small line. The Hoyas are only favored by two and a half points. I really want to bet it but I'm not going to. I got 28 days left until I can play it. I kind of feel like that kid looking at the present under the tree, having to wait and wait and wait. That two and a half is just teasing me. I want to play it. Okay, so let's get to the four games we are going to play. I'm having too much fun on this podcast. I apologize. I thank you all for listening, by the way, if I don't say that enough and all the interaction that we've had. But two plays in the dark, and they both come from the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic, okay? Game number one is a semifinal between Penn State and Virginia Tech. 
These teams look fairly even on paper. Looking at the numbers, I expect Virginia Tech to be laying one or two, so I should be getting that, but I don't know. Both teams are 4-0. Penn State edged Furman by five on Thursday. Virginia Tech hung on to beat Old Dominion by four. The Hokies are projected eighth in the ACC this year, but the ACC might be down based on what I'm seeing so far. Penn State is projected 11th in the Big Ten. Both teams hit double-digit three-pointers on Thursday. Both teams got out-rebounded. The Nittany Lions are averaging 81 points per game. They make 13.83 pointers per game. Believe it or not, they're shooting over 46% from beyond the arc. And then what I like the most here, it's a balanced attack. They have four players averaging between 9.8 to 12.5 points per game. So always somebody's able to pick up the, the team. Teams that live and die by the three scare me. But once again, this is a balanced team. It's a veteran roster that is focused on getting Penn State back to the big dance for the first time since 2011. Coach True is already selling the bubble resume after the win yesterday. I'm already a believer, Coach. I'm back in Penn State without a line over Virginia Tech. Next up, the other semifinal in that bracket. It is Charleston over Colorado State. So if my numbers are correct, I should be getting a couple points on Friday. Colorado State crushed my South Carolina by 32. They shot 58% on Thursday, and they also out-rebounded the Gamecocks. There's nothing they didn't do well. They dominated. Charleston, meanwhile, well, they're just fun to watch. They shot only 45% on Thursday, but they did out-rebound Davidson by 10, and they've now scored 85 or more points in all four games this year. And keep in mind, they also played North Carolina this season. If Colorado shoots 58% again, well, I'm in trouble. I'll admit that. But this game is on the Cougar home court. They've already beat Richmond and Davidson in back-to-back at home. Let's just add Colorado State to the list. Cue the music. I'm taking the little school, hosting the big school, Give me Charleston over Colorado State. Next up on the card, an interesting play here. It's in SEC country, and we're going to play Moorhead State, plus 12 and a half at Vanderbilt. So not my typical play, but I've been eyeing this game all week. Yeah, something might be wrong with me, eyeing Moorhead State and Vanderbilt, but that's the case. Moorhead State is currently 2-2 two and two on the season, and they're projected to win the Ohio Valley Conference. They lost by 35 in the opener at Indiana. They lost last time out by 18 at West Virginia. Both of those games, though, they turned it over 20-plus times against some good pressure defense. This should be a different style against Vandy. The Commodores, meanwhile, they're 1-2. and two. They lost to Memphis by 9 at home. They lost to Southern Miss at home by 12. They did bounce back with that OT win at Temple. Once they won that game at Temple, that put this game officially on the card. Because one of my beliefs is I don't like to bet on desperate teams. Vandy at 0-3, I wouldn't touch in this game. But they're no longer desperate. They're coming off of a win. Moorhead State, on the other hand, they're a little more desperate. The reason being, this is their final shot to beat a Power 5 program this year. This is their third and final opportunity. And I think this one's going to be tight until the final minutes. So I'm going to grab the 12 and a half with the Eagles at Vanderbilt. Then the final game on the card, that's another one a little bit off the radar for most. It is UT Arlington, plus the five and a half against Nevada. So Steve Alford has rebuilt the roster at Nevada yet again and appears to have some solid building blocks this time around. The Wolfpack are 3-0 and this season, and they've already beat preseason whack favorite Grand Canyon by 13. 
UT Arlington is in that same WAC conference, and they're projected to finish 11th in that conference. The Mavericks this season are 2-1. and one. Their lone loss was by 11 at Oklahoma State. UT Arlington has declared this whiteout night. The first 500 students get a free T-shirt. There's giveaways galore. Went up to $10,000. Get a free TV. You get the drift. They want to pack the house for this big game on a Friday night. Nevada has the talent edge. But yes, cue that music again. UT Arlington is the little school hosting the big school. Give me UT Arlington plus the five and a half at home. So let's recap your card for Friday. Just four college basketball games again. We're on Penn State over Virginia Tech. Line to be determined. We'll post it in the show notes. We're on Charleston over Colorado State. No line available yet. We'll post it in the show notes. We're on Moorhead State plus the 12 and a half at Vanderbilt. And we're on UT Arlington plus the five and a half against Nevada. So that's your card for a Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.